You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was inspired. A la Flight of the Bumblebee. Whew. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What a segue. Well, first of all, welcome to Nick Snacks 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice here in the Aloe Fiber Studios with Alyssa Sanchez. The extraordinary. Co-host extraordinaire. There we go. Not just intern extraordinaire. I'm not anybody's intern anymore. Wow. Isn't that weird to think about? That was, you, you didn't say that as powerful and menacing as you could. I'm not anyone's intern I'm anymore. Not, I don't have a menacing like, voice. Like, why, why would you go do that voice? <laughs> I don't have a good menacing voice, but I'll work on it. Yep. Next time. All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> I am, I'm fired up. This is, good luck, people. Strap in. <laughs> We've got a weird energy about us today. Yeah, something's off or on. Astrologically speaking, a lot of things are off. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Yes. We'll get into that soon. Yep. Uh, just, I, I passed my Series 7 exam. I am one step closer now to being a financial advisor. Yay! And I can't wait for that day. Now I'm studying for the Series uh, Order 66. No, actually, yes, Order 66. Series 66. I love Star Wars, so I've turned it into something Star Wars. Oh, gosh. You think you're becoming a Jedi, don't you? That is not what you're going to school for. <laughs> I will bring peace and order to the gal. That Actually, that's what the Sith say, not the Jedi. You are. And also out there, folks, I know you might not be a Star Wars fan, but even if not, just please remember, Jedi is plural for Jedi. Jedi's is just wrong. And you'll look silly. And Yeah. It's more I will life tips. silently judge you. Jedi. Yeah, I'll probably verbally, <laughs> I'll verbally judge you. Yep. So, Alyssa, you had a strange moment. Well, probably have a strange moment all the time, but <laughs> you have a story to share. I do. I met one of our fans via the phone. Um, I, think, I think it was Paul. I'm so sorry if I get your name wrong, but from Animal Control... I had a German Shepherd running around my neighborhood. It was very stressful. Are you and sure the dog wasn't named Paul? The dog might have also been named Paul. I called him all kinds of things, and oh. he didn't come for any of them. <laughs> but but I the, the person that called me back from animal control while we were talking, he said, oh, hang on, I have a weird question for you. And I was like, what's up? Let's talk. Let's get, let's get deep. Let's go there. And he recognized my voice and said that he listens to our show because he usually works Wednesday nights. Well, did you ask him, would you still listen to it if you didn't work? I didn't. You know, I I like this is my first fan interaction. It's my first time wow. being recognized for this thing we do called radio. So Did you say I, Paul? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Paul called and complained and said no. he was talking to some rude woman. <laughs> no. She was Paul, very immature. Paul wouldn't do that. We connected. We got each other and it He was, said, "Yeah, he's going to get a restraining order." 
Well, we've never met, so it's I don't know how that would go. But it's preemptive. Yeah, preemptive just to make sure. But it was it was great. He I wish that I had asked him what he liked about the show or literally anything, but I just was in awe. You're flustered. I was. I've never been recognized for the radio. Like it seems like I don't even I don't even know. I don't know. Alyssa, you say your even your own friends don't listen to us. It's true, but I think it's because they hear me talk like ninety percent of the time. So I don't think. So don't, this is why they should listen because, well, I have a habit of talking ninety percent of the time. It's true. So I know, I know. My mom listens though. Shout out, mom. So she's my number one. But. I was talking to my dad the other day when I was driving back from Longmont. After finishing the Series 7 and, you know, he's, are you still doing the radio? Well, I guess you're not listening, huh? Yeah, it's true. I know. People forget that I do this. And then when I bring it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, my the big thing was the meeting the fan, Paul. I think that's your name. And if it's not, I'm so sorry. But Paul, I told my friends about it and they were like, oh, I forgot that you do. I'm like, how could you forget? We're going for podcast radio show of the year. We people. are, and once the um, the the uh, the voting begins for best of Greeley or best of NoCo, I think we were third in best of NoCo, and we didn't do any. Well, we started doing like two weeks of publicity, mm-hmm. but I think we can get it this year. I think so too. I believe we've got animal control on our side. Believe? Do you believe? I do believe. Oh my gosh! Okay, I, I've 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 got. Yesterday after I finished my test, and there's no words to describe how challenging these exams are, Mm -hmm. especially with Edward Jones. They are a, oh, no. (gasps) It was a Snapchat chat. And so it's all deleted. Anyway, I got to tap into my old, like, brilliant self yesterday. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to just try to, to recap as much as I can. So I was done with the exam. My brain got all the Series 7 stuff just erased out of it. And I was able to enjoy an afternoon. What? After a horrific driving experience, because we had a flash snowstorm. I tell you, I'm halfway, you know, it's 40, 30 miles to Longmont to take the exam. I um, was planning to leave at 6.45, get there at 7.30, and then do blah, blah, blah. Nope, I had to leave at 6 and still barely made it on time because the roads were just atrocious. Oh. Halfway through the drive, I get a, a text notification on my phone from the National Weather Service saying, winter weather advisory. Yeah, thanks. Jerks, I've been driving in this for for over an hour and not now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I think that distraction helped me, and I passed. Um, but so with that stress relief, I was talking to a buddy of mine from back home in Fort Wayne, Indiana, who's a beekeeper. Not his full time gig, but he raises bees, and I just think that's awesome. My aunt and uncle used to do that. Um, they're going to try again soon now that they're both retired. But they just had such bad luck with um, they're they're keeping their bees. Not really alive. One one like one tribe split in half and fled off, and then the other one killed their queen. Like I don't know. There's some fascinating stuff to happen in the bee, bee politics. World. Bee politics. So uh, I'm telling like, hey, you know, uh, when you get um, Westie's bees really off the ground, like you should uh, maybe you should get sell pint glasses and rocks glasses. It says it has a, a a bee going around with that little like dotted line, you know, and swirls. It says, let's get buzzed. Or maybe a shot glass that says stings, don't it? Wow, like like mead, even you know, even mead's mead. like honey wine, yes. but they could do honey flavored 
other things. Fair. Well, and look at and okay. So then I said, well, you need to get a bald guy and oh, um, have him with a comb over. A, I don't a honeycomb over. I get it now. Yeah, you're not ever going to be at risk of being a bald guy. I don't think. No. I don't think that's in the cards for me, but I'll keep you updated. That's fair. Yeah. Um, a bunch of uh, like soldier ants with military helmets on with their general saying, now let's pollinate the earth as a T-shirt. Maybe a shirt that has a beehive with a very large um, hole and it says, welcome to my beehole. Not that one. Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, but those are just flowing. And I had so many yesterday. I was sharing them at the distillery with Maddie Light. And he goes, wait, where'd you get these? Like, I made them up. You made those up? I'm like, I have a fun brain when it works sometimes. You need a good ideas notebook. Oh, I do. You really do. Because those are good ideas. All you need to do, if you want some good ideas for branding or marketing, buy me a drink at 477 Distilling and I will just take some moments to process and come up with some shenanigans. Like, welcome to my beehole. Is that what you <laughs> said? Or, oh, I can't say that on the air, I don't think. Well, this is my beehole? No. Uh, oh, there was one that said, uh, poison ivy, bad. Poison ivy, good. I, I, that doesn't really make sense to me, but I think that's the beauty of marketing. Is it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> marketing agents everywhere are. Think it too hard. It's true. Yeah. I would have thrived in the 70s, like as a Don Draper on Mad- Madison Avenue in New York, just drinking at 10 a.m. and coming up with fantastical marketing ideas. If only we had a time machine. But is that where I'd want to go to work? I think I'd want to go explore some other cool things. What would you explore? Oh, golly. That's a great question. If you phrase like, oh, golly, you could go just about anywhere back in time. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have never once apologized for sassing me. What's going on now? <laughs> just felt wrong. Hmm. Um, is it a time machine like Stewie Griffin has where I can just immediately step back on the platform and go to a different place in time? Because I'd love to see dinosaurs. <laughs> Sure. Okay, so then good. I'd love to go see dinosaurs <laughs> and then and then be able to escape to a different time. If you got to be stuck somewhere. If I had to be stuck somewhere? Yeah. And you can't stay in the present. And you <clears throat> can't go to the future. <clears throat> a lot of rules. If I could be stuck somewhere, probably the, like the height of the Roman Empire. Would you be a gladiator? No. Look at me. Would I be a gladiator? <laughs> I'd be something they feed to the lions that fight gladiators. I want to be, I hope I would be some sort of royalty or, you know, plotting a coup against Caesar. There's lead in the aqueduct. That's fine. I mean, but they lived their best lives. Everyone was happy. Well, not everyone, but nope. the city folk, the um, the wealthy people lived really good lives. So you could be wealthy. I hope to be. Yes. Otherwise... I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. We'll think about it. This is way... Th- you asked me the question, you don't answer, so... It's true. Stay tuned for more Nick's Snacks. We'll be back after this break.
Welcome back to Nick's Snacks. And the next topic is sneezing. <laughs> because we were just talking about sneezing off air. And, and Alyssa's... Uh, I can explain it. Repping a... <laughs> A new nose ring. I am. I have a septum piercing now. Septum. Wait, yes. septum's up here, right? No. <laughs> this is... I don't know the anatomy. Oh, this okay? is the bridge. Yes. And this okay. is your brain. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Let's go play Operation. I'll learn more about the human anatomy. That's true. I got a septum piercing um, a few weeks ago, and I got it because it's the easiest one. It doesn't show a visible hole. And you can flip it up. I'm, it's hard for me to... I have a lot of tattoos, but it's hard for me to commit to a hole in my face. That's tricky. I think there's nothing wrong with it. But for me personally... You have like seven of them. Oh, that's... Yeah, it's true. Now you have nine. I know. But it flips up. I thought... I mean, and getting the piercing was super easy. It didn't hurt at all. I don't know why I thought I was going to gush blood. I did not. Even the person doing it was like, that's an irrational fear. <laughs> Calm down. But after I left, the ball that holds it in place fell out, and I didn't notice, and mm. I, it was just gone. Balls. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Well, ball. But <laughs> yes. And I had to go to another place to get it fixed, but why to get another one. Why couldn't you go back one, to the OG? Because it was in Denver, and I came back to Greeley. Oh, so you went in there and said, hey... My ball fell out. I tried. I tried two separate places, but the piercing place that I'd gone to in Denver had its own. It used a different kind of piercing. Mm. And my only option really was to get a new one put in. And I felt like I had been punched in the face. It hurt so bad. The second time or the first time? The second time. The first time was totally fine. Super easy. I didn't even tear up. Wow. And the second time, just because... And she warned me, you know, you're not supposed to take a piercing out for six weeks. I got it out two hours later. Oh, so that's what hurt was you taking it out. Yes. And then she had to like, because it's inside my nose. So you can imagine like I'm leaning back and her hands are in my nose, like trying to pry this piece of thick metal through this weird hole. And then it just. Yeah, it's a thick metal, too. If you've ever seen a railroad crossing tie, <laughs> it's about that size. It's huge, people. Yes. So. I mean, it like you can see it when she's walking away from you, sticking out from both sides of her face. Yeah, I was going for the bowl approach. <laughs> so extremely subtle. So, yes. Yeah, so now my sneezes sometimes hurt. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know. So I'm a uh, Micah was saying he is a. Uh, I guess we'd say violent sneezer. And I'm a violent sneezer, too, just like my dad. Not as bad as my dad. I swear, he'd scare the crap out of us as kids because there's no warning. It's just there. And you just crazy. Mm, like a machine gun? Some, the no. people that sneeze over and over and over? No, I think I've only sneezed like multiple times a few times in my life. But I think I have like some sort of cardiac episode from multiple sneezes oh they are so violent i have a fear uh, an irrational fear of driving and sneezing yeah because mm -hmm. they are so violent that i'm afraid either i'm going to hit my head on the steering wheel and knock myself out (laughs) um lose control when i'm in a lot of traffic uh it is horrifying that is irrational see is it though if i sneeze (laughs) twice that'd be at least like seven seconds unconscious yeah but just keep going straight what if I'm on a curve? What if it's a lot of traffic? What if it's a sudden stop in front of me and I'm in the chew part of my ah? Well, if if you're going on a curve, just keep going straight and I'll be the host from now on. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared for that. Then you're, then you're in trouble, okay? I know. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And Micah, I, you're a violent sneezer. 
Do you give any prep or you just sneeze? It just happens. I so my sneezes hurt so bad, like it's all of my sneezes are basically a cough and a sneeze at the same oh, time. It does hurt. I don't know why that happens. It just hurts the back of my throat you every know, I, time. I love to sneeze. Like it is it is like such a release and relief. Well, good for you. But what hurts you me every love time? To sneeze? I do. I enjoy sneezing when I'm not terrified for my life when I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's a, sneezing is tricky for you. You love it and it scares you. I know it's. I'm in therapy for that. Yeah. So I, if you get into a car accident, sneezing. Yes, the ah chew. Very, very frightening. I, Particularly the chew. I wonder about this a lot. I have met a few people that are like this, but I. I don't know why blowing my nose or somebody else blowing their nose in front of me, it makes me really uncomfortable. I don't know why. I just wish that everybody would go to a private room for it. I know that's super strange. Don't do keep... it at the dinner table. Excuse me. I agree moment. with that. <laughs> no. You guys hear this box? No. It's a tissue. <clears throat> it feels... <laughs> it feels like I know... It's just... you. It's... I know what's happening. Yeah. Well, Alyssa, you've been promoted to the host. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you are the you're the co-host now. Alyssa's next. That doesn't flow. It doesn't need to. <laughs> I don't need the flow. I've got the fan base. AAs. Alyssa's announcements. That's good. But then I feel like I need to announce something. Well. <laughs> not, it is now illegal to blow your nose. Ever. That's, no. When Alyssa runs for office, that'll be her platform. Yes. Okay. So I've, I, I know, I know people who do this <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But, uh, and it's, it's snot rockets where you plug one side <laughs> of your nose and you just blow and all this snot just like shoots out like a missile and just splatters on the, like oh. I've tried that once in private and <laughs> I had to change my shirt and do laundry. Um, it does not work. But in China, they do that. All the time. It's like common. And I don't know that because I've been to China, but a bunch of my buddies who can do this in grad school went to China on a band trip, came back. Everyone does. I mean, business suits. People are blowing snot rockets. This is why COVID came. And this China. China is not China. No hate to China. That doesn't sound like a kind of place that I could feel comfortable in if I can even deal with a tissue involved yeah. in that process. I know, and that's just, that's like raw. You have a tissue where you know it's like. Oh. Uh, ah. That freaks me out. I see sneezing is tricky for me too. I know that people can't help it. I will say, even though I just literally blew my nose on air, <laughs> <laughs> that I am not one of those people who looks at it afterwards. Oh my God, me either. No. I understand why people do. Because it's fascinating to know what comes out of your body. Well, I need results. <laughs> I so, need like, results. if I blow my nose, I don't want to be like, ah, this was all for naught. I, I need to know at least something came out. Do you feel it come out? Like you should. Like, well, yeah, sometimes something comes out. But if it's like this little thing, I'm like, oh, that's disappointing. All right, well, a little thing like, we're talking boogers or just snapballs? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if, if a little <laughs> tiny piece of snot comes out i'm just like well what's the point i i've i, I realized because i i don't think i told everyone last week but i did i did get rid of samwise mm -hmm. my dog mm -hmm. had him for almost six months 
And I just realized how busy I was, what kind of life he needed, which was a lot of space and mm. running and playtime and energy. And I was, I, I am studying eight, ten hours a day. And when mm-hmm. I launch my practice in June, I'll be gone around that time trying to, you know, build relationships. And he could just get out of anything. He is. He was like he was, Houdini. He was. A great dog. I mean, at the end of the night, like when I watched a Mandalorian or something like that, he would snuggle up next to me and just be the perfect dog. But during the day when I'm home, he would just stress walk around the table. And that would stress me out because I'm trying to study. And all I'd hear was his paws, clack, 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 clack. Mm-hmm. Um, but some really good friends, Alex and Jody Dunhill, um, took him in. They actually watched him when I was in Japan. They have land. They have other dogs. They have... Um, pigs and cows and horses. Um, he is having the time of his life. So uh, I miss him. I do get to take care of him this weekend, though, because they're going out of town. Hey, um, hey Nick. I, I've, I've got some bad news. Paul just called. He said there's a dog wandering <laughs> around the neighborhood. What, is, what does Samwise look like? They don't really know. Oh, I know what he looks like. They don't know. They've never. They don't know what him. he is. I think husky, maybe that's he's why the fast, dogs though. They, wandering around. We also around. think now because he's definitely a portion husky. Um, but he's so fast and has such tiny legs. He also might be a bit of a Great Dane. Oh, he's so fast. I miss him. Mm. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, I used to sneeze a lot when Samwise was there. I haven't sneezed much since he's been gone. I think I might have been allergic to dogs. Interesting. I know. Hmm. The plot thickens. It does. Just like the tissue. Oh, God. Stay tuned for more Nick's Next. <laughs> we'll be back after this break. Micah cued me like Nick, four no, seconds no, ago. No, Nick, it's not you. It's Alyssa's turn. No, I'm sorry. She's the host now. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. All right, I'm taking this over. Welcome <laughs> back to Nick Snacks, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA here in the... Uh, aloe fiber oh stick. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> right on the wall. I know, but I didn't know you were going to cue me. Aloe Fiber Studios. Aloe so Fiber. so grateful wow. to be in this. They are an internet company, and honestly, I have met such incredible people who work for aloe mm-hmm. last week did i share the story about how i made that child cry at trivia you did okay i did that same <laughs> thing to jen who now works in the Greeley area for aloe and that's all she can remember me as as the guy who got an entire bar full of people quiet to sing her happy birthday in the most wretched way possible and that uh, was like in december i thought you were gonna say that you made her cry on her birthday. Did you did you cry on your birthday? I did not. I did not have a good cry. Dang it. I broke the next day, though. You know I broke. I know you did, but I'm wondering if it started early. It might have been a good buildup, like the ah part of a chew. Mm, yeah, I'm never going <laughs> to let that one go, are you? <laughs> nope. No? Yeah. I don't know. Even the things that used to, like, trigger me, like sad TV shows, you know, because I, I rewatched uh, some portion of The Mandalorian the other night because I had time what i know because last of us isn't on i'm like well i don't have time to commit to new shows right now but mm-hmm. uh you know let's go back to the end of season two of mando you could commit to picard or daisy jones and the six um Ooh. i'm trying to watch shrinking i'm trying to shrink <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying to shrink <laughs> i'm trying to grow no i feel like i'm doing just fine 
That was so poetic. (laughs) Do you wish to shrink? No. Do you wish to grow? No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get it. Oh, golly. Well... What, what's up next? Do we were script? talking about the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Anyway, it was it was fantastic. Where Luke comes and and rescues Grogu, and you know I don't know if I talked about this on the Nerd Show earlier because my memory is terrible. But if I, I'm really bad at watching something else again, you know, with like in the next like year, you know, it takes a couple of years for me to get back into it because there's so much good stuff coming out. But mm-hmm. you can clearly know that. Moff Gideon was working for Palpatine when when he was talking to Din, and he knew what he was doing going to uh, to fight Din where Grogu was in prison because he knew Bo-Katan needed the Darksaber. Okay, Mike is not even paying attention. This is like, I'm just <laughs> I, making up words at this I point. I do not believe that those are real names. I, I respect Star Wars. Grokatan? Bo-Katan. <laughs> Bo Katan. I'm sorry, you're right. That's much better. Wow. Bo Katan. It's Grogu and Bo Katan. Um, I saw a Jeep r- driving around Greeley today, green. Of course. With Baby Yoda on their front windshield. Not like the, 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 and it's not a character. It's not Baby Yoda. His name is Grogu, but literally the text Baby Yoda in large, bold print across the top of the windshield. And I just want to pull them over and tell them how wrong they are. Yeah, it's Grogu. It is. Thanks, Alyssa. I appreciate you getting sassy and you've never even seen the show. You are. This is why you are a co-host. Exactly. I'm a yes man. Grogu. Bogatan. And Moff who? Moffia. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, well. Luke. Jeez, <laughs> oh, please. Before we came over here to do the show tonight, uh, Alyssa and I were chatting because she's interested in what I actually do. Mm-hmm. I said, explain it to me like I'm five. Uh, did I do a good job? Yes. I don't know if a five-year-old would understand, but I am a not five. So you are you are understand. not a not five. Yes. Um, and I, I can't do this yet, so I am not a financial advisor. I'm a financial advising intern at the moment. Well, trainee. You should be intern extraordinaire. Oh, my gosh. I am an intern. Yes. I, I will say I, I'm I'm getting paid in this internship, Alyssa. Well, can't all be winners. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's noble to do work for no money. It is. Let me tell you. It is. <laughs> Unless you have mortgage payments. Anyhow. Yep. So over the weekend, I was preparing for my Series 7, and I wanted to make sure I gave some time for myself. So I watched The Big Short for the first time um, on Friday night, and that, of course, represents the uh, the, the bank failures in, in 2008. and. I thought it was really well done, incredibly well cast. And they did, you know, when they're talking about um, collateralized debt organizations and CMOs, mortgage obligations, all this, you know, different verbiage, they do a great job of like doing a subset, uh, like a little sub scene. And where they're talking, they break the fourth wall and they're talking to the person. This is what this actually means. Um, and I watched it. I got angry. Not about the four people and their little groups that um you know made a crap ton of money from selling short stock that means you don't own the stock but you're how you know you're going to be able to sell it and you know put it to somebody if that were to fail like mm. that the the banks so at the time they had these things um 
uh, where they're just pulling in all these mortgages, you know, and, and a lot of them are high, high yield, which is really high risk and had a likely, you know, position to default. And they usually get scored really low on Standard and Poor's and Moody's. Like they're called junk bonds or junk whatever. They were think junk. junk mail. They junk. Yeah. Think how annoyed you get with junk mail, except financially. And people were defaulting on their, their mortgages. And they, they interviewed some mortgage people, you know, loan officers. And they were just writing loans for anybody. They didn't care. Like, whatever. Hey, get some house or whatever. If they can't pay, they can't pay. But they're pooling these junk mortgages in with some really good ones, the high-rated ones, AAA. Well, eventually when it kind of like is imbalanced, I mean, those four predicted the, it's in a crash. And then they realized what the impact was going to be, which is a full market crash, mm. and that the banks would need bailed out. Mm. Standard & Poor's, when they went there, talked to them like, how are you giving this mortgage obligation such a high credit rating. And they pretended to be dumb because they are. And it's like, well, if, if we didn't give it to them, then they'd just go up the street to Moody's and get that. They basically buy their way into getting the highest ratings to make them look secure and safe. Well, sadly, the American people suffered and mm-hmm. market crashed. It has since rebounded and done well since. So yeah, don't worry, people. The market always comes back. But then I, the, the worst part of that, I mean, it was fascinating to, to, to understand the verbiage when they're speaking like, you know, financial guys to, you know, how to communicate with people who, I, who, like back then, I didn't know what was going on. But in reality, hundreds of people should have probably been arrested and only one person was. Only one. Hmm. Whereas from the SEC down. And so then they put in the Dodd-Frank uh, during the... Um, Obama and Biden administration, and that was regulations, the most regulations that have been put in place since the uh, 1930s after the, the, the big crash that caused um, – that resulted in the Great Depression. But then Dodd-Frank, that had a really tight regulation on big banks, also medium banks and small banks, was eliminated several years ago, I think 2018. And then look what happened to the SVB. And uh, and the and the bank in New York, Signature Bank and Deutsche Bank. Mm. Um, it's very telling. It is telling. Some people blame the economic crisis on Pluto going into Capricorn. I don't think Deutsche Bank has anything to do with Dodd Frank. I think Deutsche Bank is a di- from a different country. Uh, it is, but a lot of these regulations that are in the U.S., like the U.S. is the, I'd say the King Kong of apes when it comes to. <laughs> Financial institutions and markets. I don't think that sentence has ever been said before. You know what? King Kong of apes when it comes (laughs) to financial institutions. Yeah. You're the first one to say it. I can relate to the people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stay tuned for next next. We'll be right back after some commercials.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks with Alyssa Sanchez. Yay! <laughs> I need a cheer. Every time they say my name, I want to cheer. They. It's like a, just Nick. Like a whoop whoop? No, like children going, yay! No. We got Micah Kilpatrick behind the glass. All Woo! decked out in his Bronco gear, as always. Yep. There's one thing he is, it's consistent. It's true. Micah, what would happen if the Broncos sold? Mm-hmm. They did sell. To somebody else outside of Denver. Well, they did sell to someone outside of Denver. What if the moon had a football team? <laughs> I, there would have to be people up there. And they would have to uh, take into account that gravity is different. So you're going to have curious, to go science. Would you have a passing game or a running game on the moon? Because you're like a little slow, but you get to bounce a lot. Yes. And a passing game, I feel, would be... Wow. You know what? I think that we should petition NASA because we're going to return to the moon. Don't ask me why. I don't know why we're going to the moon. For the sports. Well, now, (laughs) yes. It's much better than, hey, we were there in the 60s and 70s. Why are we going back again? Well, a lot of people— They want to have a space base. Yeah, whatever. A lot of people don't believe that we went to the moon. A lot of people don't believe we have a moon. They just think it's the back of the sun. A lot of people think that the Earth is flat. I know, and that's just... Why are you pointing to me? <laughs> I don't... I believe in science. I... Yes. Is it because I make fun of you guys off the air? And oh, on I the suppose air, I deserve Micah. it. Off the air? And have on the air. Have you guys ever met a flat earther in person? Um, I'm sure I have. A trick question, because you can't always tell. <laughs> so how would I know? I guess, well, yeah. Have you ever had a que- uh, a, a conversation with somebody... Who indicated the earth was flat. No, have you? No. I would like to. I'm I would like to just talk about it. Cause I don't I believe in science, obviously, but I I will listen to pretty much anything that anybody could say. I just want to hear what you think. And I'm pretty good at just keeping my opinions to myself. I would like oh, to test that. I'm not. I oh, I'd be so bad. And I, if there are any listeners out there that are flat earthers... Give us a call. <laughs> and I'm not sorry. <laughs> Actually, you know what you could do? Text 888-530-0043. And just mention that it is for Nick's Knacks. Yes. So Nick can answer it next week because we are not live. So feel free to... Text 888-530-0043. So we can talk about know. flat earthers. I don't know how we got there. I don't either. This is the beauty of the show. Uh-huh. We just go huh, round and round. <laughs> flat and Sorry. Flat. F- yep. Flat to flat. It's beautiful. Unusual. Hmm. Anyway, uh, during our break, we were talking about uh, actors who we hear are good people off air mm-hmm. and who are not so kind off air. So mm. who brought that up? You? You did. I did. I and, didn't mean to. It was because oh, we Steve Carell. Yes, we were because we were talking him. about the Big Short, and he plays an a hole in that movie. And he's and you know we all know and love him from Michael Scott in The Office, uh, but he's also grew in the Minions movies and Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh yeah, that yeah, was like his his mm-hmm. breakout piece. But I, I hear nothing but good things about him. And I, I Joe, I, I told you guys a story. The Rock, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, got pulled over recently, and he had his you know video of it. And the officer comes up, tells him he got pulled over, and 
anything he needs to know. And Dwayne Johnson goes, yeah, I have a lot of guns in the in the vehicle. Cops, that's back. And then he just flexes both of his arms. Like, yeah, it's, that's Dwayne, the Rock Johnson. So I would love to have a middle section of my name similar to Dwayne, the Rock Johnson. Alyssa, the blank Sanchez. Yes, but not the blank. <laughs> <laughs> I would not like I don't know. For that. That's what it is until we come up with something. Oh, God. Oh, we'll, gosh. We'll figure it out. Alyssa, the blank Sanchez. I used to be the intern. I feel like I was the intern. Yeah, but you're not the intern anymore. You're the intern. I think we should go with the blank. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well... Oh. I think if you have a, Paul, if you have an idea of what Alyssa the blank Sanchez should be called, text eight 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 five three zero 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 four three. I don't have access to those buttons. Mike is on it today. <laughs> yes, Paul, let us know and make sure you use the full name because this text channel goes to everything at KFKA, and you don't want to just have the blank come in oh at the, uh, you know during Brady's show or the morning show. I'd be like, what is the? I don't know. I can't come up with anything. The heavenly. <laughs> I was about to say sunshine. Yes, the sunshine. But heavenly insinuates your debt. Maybe I'm a ghost. Maybe I'm a ghost. Um, speaking of ghosts, have you guys heard of the show We Have a Ghost? I think it's on Netflix. No. And I can't, uh, I guess this family moves into a home and there's a resident ghost there. I want to say that the ghost is Hopper from Stranger Things, but I'm not certain about that. That would be cool. But apparently, I mean, it's very, like, it's a, a dramedy? Is that uh, is that mm-hmm. a thing? Mm-hmm. Like where it can be dramatic and comical? That can happen. Okay. That's a shout out to Tanner Robinson, who I visited in Japan last month. Um, but he, <laughs> <whoop>. <laughs> we're going to have to just record that so when Alyssa's name's you know, mention she goes whoop. Yep. Or she can just do the sound effect herself. Every time. Because <laughs> no, that's, that's not humiliating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I, I, I love those kind of stories that get you when they're supposed to be like that's Ted Lasso. I love the show mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. Season three out is out right now. And it's been tumultuous. I mean, relationships uh, have ended relationships are fractured it's like what happened in the off season but i mean it is a comedy over the years but they've had powerful moments to just make you stop and think i think this is hands down the best tv show to like connect with audiences on what it's like to be vulnerable and safe sadly enough um the cast of ted lasso went to the white house i think it was last week and talked to president Biden and his wife about mental health and, uh, and sports because that's a big thing in, that they address in Ted Lasso. Yeah, but the show's about soccer, so they don't have anything to do with sports. So they anyway. can talk about mental health, but not sports. It's soccer. Oh, my God. Oh, I have two fingers to show you, Micah. You're doing great. <laughs> Are thumbs fingers? No, we're not getting off on this, sub- no. this tangent. <laughs> we're um, not doing that again. <laughs> so during their conversation with the press corps, um, this particular press person who's been kind of a PITA in the press room lately challenged and made a very uncomfortable scene with the cast of Ted Lasso, who was trying to get a message across. It delayed it by like 20 minutes. They didn't know what to do. Um, the press secretary kind of took control. Other press corps, which to me, I don't know how you get a CNN and a Fox News in the same room. Mm-hmm. And everything in between. 
and for it to be civil. But there's like this kind of unspoken respect that happens in the press room of we're going to respect each other. We're all doing our jobs. We're all reporting mm-hmm. however you want to report it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this person challenged it and it got really ugly. And then when Jason Sudeikis, a.k.a. Ted Lasso, got up but to speak again, it was – you could tell it was kind of flustered. Like, what did mm-hmm. we just get into? And it was kind of sad to see. Kind of sad to see that kind of disruption when I don't – you know, celebrities, <laughs> they make tons of money. They're You cannot disagree that they are substantially – influential people more so yes. than politicians i agree more so than I mean, celebrities are like the influence and for the most part well i think they do a good job of kind of picking their battles and they picked a battle and sadly you see that on the on the national stage in the mm-hmm. press secretary's room at the white house where it kind of devolved into chaos for i don't know but from about the press corps watch West Wing, because that is a fantastic show with a remarkable cast, mm. and I'm still not through yet, but it's so good. Uh, there's a show that I like in I don't know the name. <laughs> this is why you're the the blank, Alyssa. <laughs> I know. Welcome I... back to uh, Hi guys. We're in the uh, some. Um, I love this show. It's cold. Uh, next week, I'm going to be on top of it <laughs> more. Okay. I promise. <laughs> Thank you to my one fan, Paul. Wow. Yep. Good job, Paul. Thanks. Y'all, thanks so much for tuning in tonight. I hope you had a good time. If you missed it, we're on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get those. This is Nick Snacks with Micah, Alyssa Sanchez, whoop, and <laughs> Nick Kenny. And that's our cutoff.